<laughs> the theme of the show, if you haven't heard it, is it's, it's really just loosely based on skateboarding. Okay. And very, very loosely. That's great, because I have a skateboard. <laughs> hey, and welcome to Wooden Your Ear Podcast. We're sitting here again with Gordy and Spencer, and we've even brought back the famous Austin Burns, who's actually got us in touch with Jeff, I'm sorry I didn't get your last name, but owner of Asylum Skate Park. Here in Chicago. Good deal. Yeah, Jeff Conyers, man. Nice to meet you. Now, to kind of paint the scene here, we're sitting here at Asylum back in the office, which is a super rad, I don't know what you would call it. I want to say museum, but that's the wrong kind of word. <laughs> it's a museum in boxes. <laughs> it needs to be opened up and organized. You need to elevate. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's rad with all the sign decks back there, the DGK. Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah, my favorite's the Matt Milligan up in the top right. Finally got him to sign that last year, the DNA. Oh, wow. I've been buddies with Milligan since, gosh, 1993, 94. How'd you even run into him? Uh, I'm from the same town. We all used to skate together. So where are you from, then? Originally Fort Myers, Florida. Fort Myers, Naples area, southwest Florida. Here, I was thinking, like, man, I I mean, I I can't say I'm from here, but... I don't remember hearing about any of them being from <laughs> Yeah, so they were our hometown heroes. It was Alyssa Steamer, oh, Matt Milligan, um, and then there was like Matt Gee and a bunch of other guys, and Alan Russell. So we all used to go to Skate Park in Tampa together. Okay, guys. Skate and watch those guys' career rise, and you know, so it was pretty cool. So what brought you up here and opening this park and everything? That I'm originally from Chicago. A lot of people don't know that. Like I was, It was weird because my parents... Um, they moved around a lot, and my dad was chasing construction. And then we had, like, a family emergency where my grandfather lived in Bolingbrook along with my grandmother, and then we had a little bit of family that was south, and my grandfather ended up contracting leukemia in, like, 1983, got really, really sick. Mm-hmm. So we came up here, went through the whole process, and then my dad, once my grandfather passed away, he made the decision to move us all to Florida. He wanted to get out of Dodge. So, uh-huh. so I spent the years of basically 84 through 2005 in Florida, all over Florida, and and then I ended up coming back here in 2005. And then what about the skate park? How'd that all come up? Um, I started doing some soul searching because from 2005 to about 2008, nine, I was like, why am I just doing, you know, I work as a personal trainer and I've always been into physical fitness, um, you know, ever since I was in like ninth or 10th grade because I was a little bit of an overweight so I got yeah. into to, to that and basically I ended up going to some self-help seminar and they're like if you want to do something in life you need to seek out the master of who's doing it and growing up skating at the skate park at Tampa I was always inspired I was one of my own skate park and I used to go to Brotherhood with Brett Saunders and and that was where you know the homies from Fort Myers were there and then we had the homies in Tampa so I just on a whim I emailed Brian Schaefer and I was like Hey man, um, I was kind of instructed to reach out to the best of the best in the world, and he basically he was he was funny about. It. He's like, okay, well, no problem, brother. I really appreciate you reaching out. Um, you have six questions. Use them wisely. And so <laughs> he was hilarious Classic. the whole process. So oh eight oh nine, I'm in contact with Brian, and he's basically just kind of giving me, you know, step by step process of what I need to do. So I reached out to Four Seasons, which are great people. They've been there for twenty years. Talked to them. Jeff and Neil were awesome. Um, and then I ended up going to Crush, talked to those guys there. You know, it was a really nice park, and they weren't as friendly as Four Seasons, but, you know, Bob, he was he was cool. 
and and then I ended up going to um, the old skate park out in Lake in the Hills Warp, and I talked to Rob. And I was just basically just picking people's brains because I had used to run a skate park in Naples, Florida. It's called Sanctuary. Okay. And so I had the, the background, and I ran that, and I basically completely turned that whole park around because it was the era of when rollerblading had died, and the owner of that park, she was heavily into rollerblading. I said, you know, this place needs to be a skate park for skateboarders, and not just for rollerblading, but for everybody. Yeah, you're shooting yourself in the foot. You got this, and people yeah. want to come. And, and she was just really like jacking my pay up and messing up things and and so finally i just kind of parted ways with her but i always had that in my my blood that i wanted to own a skate park you know i was inspired by what brian had done and i watched it from being you know the vert ramp in the middle of the park and we're skating around it and all the street (laughs) obstacles and then you know over the years it just shuffled and then became this amazing thing you say do they even have a vert ramp anymore there no they got rid of it they're one of their vert ramps is in um kentucky it's like the, it's called a horse ramp, and then the other vert ramp is in, um, I think Mitchie Brusco has it or something. Like oh, that. Somebody's got oh. it. They bought it and they rebuilt mm-hmm. it in Florida or something like that. But uh, yeah, it was funny because I was just joking with Brian the other day about that. I was like, yeah, because he was talking about the vert, and um, I was like, yeah, my very first trip to the chiropractor was because you put the vert ramp in the corner, and I finally had the guts to drop in on that thing when I was like 15, and I ended up. <laughs> At Whittem Chiropractic, all jacked up. So, <laughs> at least you did it. That's what yeah, mattered. Yeah, right? it was good. So I finally awesome. landed it. And but you know, I was there watching Mike Fraser skate and Tess Pappas skate and all these guys that we didn't know were legends, but we're just like these guys are amazing skateboarders. And, oh yeah. You know, I used to skate with uh, Jeff Lenosi all the time. Oh, and nice. Andrew Reynolds was there. You know, when we would get bored with the park, we'd go downtown Tampa and we'd skate. We'd skate Ybor. We'd skate all the the brick stuff downtown Tampa and. You know, Milligan was all down there. It was really cool. It was a lot of fun. But, you know, getting back to, you know, how Brian helped is just, you know, every time I had a question, he was always there to, to guide me in the right spot. Oh, yeah, he's know. a great mentor. Yeah, absolutely. The guy is, he, I don't think he realizes how much he's helped a lot of people along the way. He's definitely a great, a, a great mentor. Well, that's what's so rad about skateboarding. It, you always hear about it, but it doesn't feel real until, like, there's you talking about how you got, like, basically cold emailed him. Yeah. And then he's helping you out. And, what, last year I hear out of nowhere, Austin here, like, I've skated with him all my life. He's down there basically best friends with the guy. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't even know who he's with. It's so yeah, I didn't even know the guy when I first met him. I was like, who is this dude? It's like growing <laughs> up. <laughs> growing Little up, did you know, you're a real. legend. So, yeah. so funny. So he called me a legend first, and I was like, what? <laughs> That's awesome. I know, like, young Gordy was like, yeah, no, like, those people aren't real. No. Like, right. I could so never funny. talk to him. Turns out they're just regular jack-offs like all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it really inspired me being able to, like, you know, go to the skate park of Tampa and hang out there as a kid. But we had to drive two hours just to get there. That's why I laugh now when people are like, you know, you really should put a skate park in, like, Highland Park. I'm like, that's 15 minutes down the road. Like, what do you mean? I used to drive two hours to go to a skate park. Well, so, they can attest. I was bitching about the hour and a half drive that we I get through <laughs> Chicago. That's, and, and that's the thing. is like skate parks, you know, the fact that we're... 65 or 70 miles away from Cream City and we're and we're super far away from Four Seasons. We don't hurt each other. But when you start popping them up like 20 miles away, yeah, then it's, and, and then it's like I really don't want to go to war with anybody. Like this right. is silly. So, well, the we're closest here one the over thing. the lake is, you know, the kitchen and I still got to email Brett about Was it 2 or 3 hours away? Well, that's South Bend, so that's 45 from Michigan City, so it's about 
you know, 115 miles from here. Yeah, so we don't affect each other when it's like that. Yeah. Like, like Fargo is 90 miles away. I'm really good friends with Ariel and Corey. They're great people. But, you know, we don't affect each other, which is awesome. Yeah. And it's just one of those deals. It's just some people are just like, oh, I want to do another skate park right here. And it's like, it doesn't work. Like, it's not like McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> we will metabolize and kill each other. There's, there's a golden rule that you have to have at least 80 miles between a park. Absolutely. At least 80 miles. And I think that miles. was the original beef between... 688 and did you ever hear about that uh the border are you talking no no not border i don't even know anything about border i don't um but it was the like back in the day when when spot was you know doing what they were doing i guess one of the guys there had it was called central and it turned into 688 but they were just too close to each other yeah you just you can't be that close you can't steal some other guys vibe no you you just don't do that it's just horrible it's just you know proper proper etiquette Mm -hmm. in, in the in the industry so well, like you said, it hurts everybody. Yeah, it's just silly. You know, it is. It's a free country. People can do what they want. Yeah. But what I'm discovering, you know, it's it's a lot of people that have never really been in the industry, and they they'll come in here in the in the season, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, this place is so busy! It's amazing! You're you're killing it!" And I'm like, "Come here in June. There's nobody here." <laughs> yeah, I'm here. We like, make all of our money in the winter. You're sweating. Yeah, well, we make all the money and we we save it and we put it back into the park to repair it mm-hmm. and get things up and running and rocking. To survive for the next season, you know, mm-hmm. there's you can ask any indoor skate park owner; they're going to tell you, you know, they're in it for the love of it, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it no, really takes. Yeah, if you if you do not love this industry and you don't you do not love skateboarding or anything that has to do with this, don't start it as a business because yeah. you're not going to be making millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Go be a doctor. You know, yeah. get comfortable eating cup noodles. <laughs> yeah, top ramen, baby. <laughs> I love it. I was doing it down when I was uh, being maintenance down spot. I was just eating cup noodles every day, well, ramen. And now they've gotten creative with it, so it's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah, to be like, you know, a cup of noodle salt, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, now they at least have like the freeze dried. Yeah, there's a variety of flavors now. I'm like, what the heck? Top ramen's like coming up. So yeah, you know, the thing that was really awesome was just traveling, being able to go around Florida. You know, we used to go to Miami a ton, and we had um, a guy named Matt Cantor. Some people might hear this and they may know who that is. But he had a, one of the very first indoor skate parks in Miami that most people don't realize was there. It was called Control. And we used to go skate that. And then we had Pompano Indoor Skate Park a couple of years later. And then finally, now they've got this Lot 11 out there. It's amazing. Super oh, cool. that place looks so cool. Yeah. I saw that. This is I really want to go there. It's, no, it's, it's under, a, it's under a viaduct under the bridge. Okay. And basically what they've done is they've kind of started getting rid of the legendary spots in Miami, but they put every one of the spots around Miami, and then some, because I think there's like a kind of set like, of stairs from New York that's in there. Like rebuilt them underneath? They, they replicated everything. Exactly. So they got the, the, code. the old Jew rails that was in uh, right outside of Brickell, and then they had the uh, the Bayside Diamond and you know all this different stuff. It's really cool. That's uh, right. China Banks that. are in there. Oh, and, cool. And then the Circus Bowl is there, which okay. was inside somebody's warehouse in Fort Lauderdale, Pompano area, indoor. How many square feet is that? You know? That's like I think forty thousand or thirty thousand. Yeah, it's huge. Say it's, it's gotta really be. Big. Yeah, the uh, it's like three guy, two or three times the size of Michigan City. Well, I can't remember the dude's name. Brian introduced me to him. He's a he's a pro skater, and he had brought him up and was like, he's like, yeah, this guy's getting ready to do some sort of huge foundation and build this skate park in Miami, and and then like two years later, after after Clash of the Cruise, it, it finally happened. I was like, whoa, because you know a lot of people say they're gonna do something and never manifests. It's kind of crazy, right. but like it did. And uh, I can't. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Really, really cool guy. Can't remember his name though. <laughs> yeah, somebody's like Francis. Danny, like, like, oh, Danny, Danny Flynn Zalita. 
They think that's his name, Danny Fuenzalita. Danny Fuenzalita. Yeah. Yeah, really, really nice guy. He was cool. I'm the worst person to ask about any names of current guys. Yeah. He skated pro last year, didn't he? He did. Yeah, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then he was at Clash of the Crews, not this year, Mm -hmm. but the year before. Yeah, that's And he right. had, like, the dyed blonde hair. But, yeah, he was a really nice dude. Yeah, really nice guy. But it was nice to see that come to fruition because I guess they had been, I guess CyanF's dad has been working on that for a long time, and they all really came together and made it happen, and they didn't use city money. They used donations to do it, mm-hmm. which is impressive because usually it's like, oh, you know, we don't have the money to do this. And, you know, they're yeah. putting in golden toilet seats in the government building, but they can't build a <laughs> skate park. It's yeah. blowing my mind. <laughs> It's like, just shut us up, really. <laughs> if nothing else. So I guess somebody donated like a couple hundred thousand and made it a reality. But it's awesome. So if you get there, go there. It's really cool. Kind of about the same thing that I'm doing with my charity. Yeah. I just yeah, which actually, I want to know more about that. We were kind of talking about that before recording. Well, I'm kind of doing a playoff Brian Schaefer myself because he's got that whole Boards for Bros thing. So I, I made up this not-for-profit called uh, Ramps for Bros. There you go. What it is is... Uh, <laughs> I actually take like uh, donations from local contractors, and you know, I think that's where they're at. But yeah, the parks department in my town. After I I set that up, I went, I set that comp- that whole entire nonprofit up, and I went right to City Hall directly after I had it no. set up, and I was like, I want to start doing stuff here this year, and they're like, we want you to do stuff here this year, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> if you want to add something, just let me know. Is that for Michigan City Skate Park? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that place is going to become a lot more dense this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Well, the plan is to get Tampa Am, right? I'd like the, the Tampa <laughs> Am there at one point within the next five years. I think that would be pretty awesome. Oh, absolutely. A, so we're coming for, for you. Hey. <laughs> you know, a silent skate park could put it on. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. It's all, you know, we're all family, whatever. Yeah. It's all good. There's no competition <laughs> here. It's just yeah. a matter of, it, it, what it boils down to is just getting the sponsors for it. Because mm-hmm. it's, you know, getting the right people involved and then just all the chips falling in line. Like we're working with your guy, Jeff Zielinski mm-hmm. and uh, he's helped us out tremendously along with Yoshi. And so, and everybody at jet black, Dustin and all those dudes, yeah, they're awesome. So it's really Speaking cool. of Jeff, maybe I should go bring him in. Go grab him. Yeah, you pretty go good grab him. Like, yeah, yeah, go get Zielinski, man. He's, he's here right now, ain't he? But yeah. So, I mean, you know, growing up in Florida, it was, it was pretty cool, you know, watching, Everybody's careers take off the way it did. Yeah, that's amazing. It was skating with Alyssa Steamer. Yeah, and then just getting her pro. We used to have board. a thing. It was called um, Skate Club of Naples. We kind of like stole spot like okay. their little acronym, and it was like Scon <laughs> Skate Club of Naples. <laughs> oh, that's kick ass! So it was so funny. But um, the guy actually, I, when I first had pulled up, I was on the phone with Chad Miles. Was the guy that had organized that because he had Goofy Foot Skate Shop, which was one of my very first sponsors, and uh, so he would regularly bring out Matt Milligan, Melissa Steamer, Linosi, and he was like good homies with him because he had lived in California and he was doing, um, he was riding for Deluxe and then he started a skate shop and he was like a big time go-getter and you know, Chad was a big time inspiration um, for me on top of just watching Brian throughout all the years. And, uh, Is it going to be quick? It was really neat. Yeah. Well, top of the morning. Hey, man. How are you doing? Top of the morning. Doing good. What, doing good. Four in the afternoon? Yeah, four in the afternoon is right. morning. We're live. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, good morning, Los Angeles. How are you? That's wonderful. You guys are doing great out there. 
I just want to spread my love to you. Uh, that sounded oddly sexual. Sorry. And uh, you, <laughs> is uh, this uh, is a G-rated program? This is G-rated? G-rated. All right. All right. So that's we'll, news we'll... to me. So. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. You know what? I will. So I guess the G stands for just gangsters. You know? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the G stands because I'm a G. Yeah. That's what it stands for. Oh man. So, so what are we doing here? What are we discussing? It's our podcast. Maritable problems? Or? I mean, we can go, we can yeah, go into that. Discuss a maritable... so, yeah. The theme of the show, if you haven't heard it, is it's, it's really just loosely based on skateboarding. Okay. And very, very loosely. That's great, because I have a skateboard. <laughs> so, so if like skateboarding's where it's ruined your marriage, then let's get into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know what? So, I've got a war story about that. That's on another episode. See, it's so, continued. What people don't know is when you try to bring the skateboard into the bedroom, uh, most people just are not, you know, kind of not on board with that type of action. Well, dude, it's not, you know, anatomically correct. One. I mean, it, it is for some people. Oh, yeah. Some girls like the pop, man. It's, there you go. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking you use it like a little roller. Oh. I mean, yeah. So, and, that's, and that's the joy of it. Is everyone uses it differently. It's, you know, there's no right way. You know, they're, they're, well, there's no wrong way. Every way is a right way. <laughs> However you want to use it, it's up to you. Creativity is the essence of skateboarding, especially in the bedroom. There you go. There you go. Last so, time I tried, though, she day. told me that. Oh, yeah, uh, all good. She, she asked me if I had shields on my bearings, and I was like, no. She said, like, get that away from me, then. Okay. <laughs> there you go. See, personal preference. It all comes down to personal preference. I was like, girl, Jeez, you're girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, on a serious note, we were discussing um, your involvement with the Damn Am and, you know, eventually possibly doing one in Michigan City. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And then, you know, whatever, so. Yeah, so right now, um, so the Ileana Skateboarding Circuit is starting to come live, and then you got Austin over here who just starts up, um, it ramps for bros, mm-hmm. right? So he's trying to put together a whole lot of uh, a local events in order to support local skate parks, which is something that I've always been impassioned about as well. So we've done uh, the Illinois Skateboarding Circuit for five years uh, under kind of my nonprofit, uh, 501c3, the Driftwood Collective. And we do the events to raise money for local skate parks. We donate it back. 100% of the proceeds. I don't keep a dime, but I spend a whole bunch of money. So, um, you know, <laughs> just put myself in a financial hole. But, you know, the goal is at least let's just raise a bunch of money. Um, as much as we can, we don't always get a whole lot, but it's at least a something. And it, what's the biggest thing that we can do is just show that there's people that are active using the skate parks. Because here's the thing: you go by a baseball, a baseball field, and there's a whole game going on, and it's active and it's wild, and there's a bunch of people there. But then 95 percent of the time, nothing is happening at a skate park. People are there every day. But it starts at 8 a.m. to 12 midnight, and by the time you count every single body in there. You've, you have more people in that skate park day by day than you ever do at a baseball field, highly utilized by people that are just not all coming together, not, not congregating at once. Mm-hmm. So having the events gives you the opportunity to get everybody to congregate together, show the use, show the support, and show your town exactly why they need to be supporting your public skate park. Because it's very tough for them to do when they don't see that active use, when they just drive by and they say, oh, I only see five people there. Well, you well, that's because you drove by at one hour within the day. People are not there from twelve to three. People are Too there hot. from eight to twelve. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So you don't want to have the sun beating down on you. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Showing so. that skateboarding's happening, I feel like we could really turn around the way that cities look at skateboarding in the future if we really work on these nonprofits and stuff. 
But skateboarding to me is more of a sign of urban prosperity. If you see yeah. people in your downtown, that means you have a thriving downtown, obviously. Yeah. It shouldn't be no skateboarding here. It should say skateboarding welcome. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing. like When it comes to other sports, there's a huge barrier to access. You have to be available at this specific time to train with this specific team at this specific location, and your parents got to get you there. And it's expensive. Well, it's it very is expensive. extremely expensive. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. When it comes to your skateboard, you have your trucks, your wheels, your bearings, your deck, your, your grip, and your hardware, and you have everything you need to go out with your friends. For less than 200 bucks. Exactly. Sometimes you don't even need shoes. But right. I was going to say, you right. don't even need any of that. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Barefoot bandit. <laughs> so, but that's just it. So there's no barrier to access. This is something that's accessible to everybody. And you go to a skate park. That's a different community. It's a different lifestyle. Mm. And you are part of the team, so to speak. There is that element. We're all here cheering for each other, trying to escalate the sport and escalate each other. I mean, the last thing you want to do is how many times have you seen the kid that is just dragged to the baseball game by their family? Oh, gosh. Right? That, was, that was me. Yeah, right. They used to like, just yeah. pick fights with the other teammate members. Oh, yeah. Just, hey, you know, me too. It's not even <laughs> a positive environment. <laughs> right. You're just like, well, well I guess this is what wrestling. i got to do. <laughs> it's no longer a positive environment. But you know what? Because it's... You know, it's, it's important for my kid to be a part of sports. Well, it's important for him to do something he loves, to inspire him for the rest of his life. Yeah. That's what's important. His parents are forcing these kids yeah. to do that. And it's like, well, little Johnny's got hockey at three. Then he's got to go to baseball at five. Right. And wrestling at seven. I'm like, yeah, he's got Bo Jackson. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, in seven <laughs> years, he's going to be, you know, the next guy to, you know, want to shoot somebody. And then they, <laughs> yeah, they want to kid can't concentrate. It's like, I was on oh, a small man. basketball team when I was younger. I, I stopped the day that I scored on the wrong hoop. <laughs> I was like, this don't make sense. What do you oh, mean they changed hoops? They changed hoops? What? Did you stop or did they kick you? <laughs> no, I was just like, I'm, done. I'm not playing anymore. I just refused. They're like, give like, him the other stupid. team's jersey. Just yeah. 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 I was like, so I still funny. scored. And they're like, yeah, you did it wrong, though. I'm like, Wait. Shut well, up, bro. Actually, I still on. made it. Actually, that's a good point. Like in other sports of skateboarding, like you did it wrong. There's no you did it wrong in skateboarding. Yeah, that was just nope. frustration after that moment. I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> you still made it, but everybody's yelling at me. Like, yep, that's stupid. And that's the valid point, dude. You skate exactly how you want, and everybody's different. Mm-hmm. And that's what escalates it because you have. It doesn't matter age. It doesn't matter what style. Everybody can get stoked on everybody. And that's what's so great, man. You have this, this, I mean, it's truly a community. I mean, that, that's what it is, man. It truly is a community. And here we all are, bringing the community together. That's right. Yeah, I wouldn't know. be here if it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's all about, right? It's one big happy family. Yeah. yeah. That's the way it should be. I mean, when I, it was funny because when I had moved back to Chicago, I was kind of shocked on how there was these different little sects and, um, like, little cliques. And I wasn't used to that. I was like, what the heck is this about? You know, it was always, you know, we had our little rifts between Naples and Fort Myers, and but we never really had anything other than that. But it was just minor, ser- silly stuff. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, I could kickflip the convention center nine. And, well, who cares? You know, one of those deals. Run better Good than for you. you. Yep. Yeah. Like, here, here's your Tootsie Roll. How That's great. great. Dude, what, it's really great. What you see sometimes now, it, it just it's like a little cancer that's at, like, at each individual park where people are afraid to be stoked on other people. Yeah, you ever notice that? Yeah. You're out there and like throwing down a banger and like everyone's just kind of like reserved. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you start going wild, dude, everyone wants to open up because, dude, you know, yeah. we're... we're the, the human is an animal, dude, and we're a social creature. Yeah. That's what we are. We're a social creature, and we want that. 
We want people to be stoked on us. We want to get stoked on them. We want to just have a good time. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the day, skateboarding, if, if you made zero dollars on it, but you had an awesome time, was it worth it? Yeah. Of course, yeah. dude. Yeah. Of course. 100%. Because here's the thing. I don't go to work every day to, to come home and then be like, you know what? I want to be like pissed at the skate park. Or like, <laughs> like, like, I just, I people do exist. I know, I know. But like, I want to go, and I'm like, you know what, dude? I want to go and just be a tiny child who just makes a bunch of noise and says the stupidest things in the world. What? That's what I want to do. I want to, I want to, I want to just what, around. 30 years old now? But dude, I'm, all, I'm going on four, all right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you're Jeffy, you're four years mm-hmm. old? I'm Jeffy, boy. <laughs> I'm Jeffy, boy. <laughs> I like it, dude. I'm four years old. <laughs> so I mean, oh, what the fuck I want. But yeah, I didn't understand that. Like, there was a lot of people that was always trying to get us. Just in general, it was really strange. It was about um, people would tag me or tag the park in, in Fargo videos or Cream City videos, and they're like, yeah, this place is better than this place. And I'm like, that's not even what it's That's about. Not, yeah. It's action yeah, sports, dude. Like, like you should be vibing with the bikers while, while you should be there, encouraged you know? to like go go travel to other parks. You're gonna get better. You're gonna experience yeah. different people. It's not about walking in and it's like this click that nobody wants to invite you and in. oh you're from that skate park. Screw you. I never understood that. Yeah, yep. you know it exists, and that's well, why I. It's I, a I barrier. Like, it's a wall. It's something that has to come down. Uh, it's insecurity and it's ego because a lot yeah. of these kids are afraid. Like, oh god, this guy's coming from another park. He could be better than me and show me up. And Nobody showed him the light. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's just silly. It's just the small-headed mentality yeah. that we just have to, you know, but actively get... rise ourselves above and make them aware exactly. of that. It's, it's not about that, man. But no. just so funny because like. This is skateboarding. We're not the cool kids. No, 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 <laughs> no. no. <laughs> like when when you break it down, when you break it down, I got a little piece of wood that I just fly around the park on. Like I, I just got my tiny little piece of wood, and that is the dumbest thing. When you break it down in its purest form, but that's all sport. That's all sport. Mm-hmm. Someone walks up to you and says, "Hey, I got a stick. You want to throw this rock at me?" <laughs> that's baseball. That is baseball. Yeah. yeah, dude. I'm gonna try to hit it with this stick. Like there ain't nothing more to it than that. With a skateboard, there's nothing more no. to it. Like I'm gonna see if I can go down this hill on this piece of wood. That's all it is. There ain't nothing more to it, and it's, and that's the just the purest fun of it. Mm-hmm. Just just the purest fun yeah. of it. That's act like a kid till the day you die. Dead, yeah. Right? That's all, it, that's all that matters. You never lose your creativity. Yeah. Want to be on my deathbed and say, you know what? I had a flipping good time. Yeah. Right. I, I don't want to say anything else. I don't want to say anything else. I don't want to say I made a bunch of money. I don't want to say I had a nice car. I want to say I had a bunch of fun. Yeah. yeah. That's oh. it. Yeah. Money does not make you happy. No. At all. I've done, I've known some very wealthy, mega rich people, and they were the most bitter, angriest, and it just kind of blew my mind. I was like, wait a minute. I mean, that's yeah, what happened. You a billion dollars and you're angry? Like, hold on a sec. It's all about how you sense. earn the dollar. If you yeah. earn the dollar with love, you'll be happy. Yeah. I think they were angry because you stole their money, though. That, I think that's what happened, right? <laughs> 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 like, I mean, I think anyway, I can understand that one. Is sure. when, you, when you robbed them, you know, that was a bit rough. <laughs> it was a little rough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I didn't shoot them, so it's okay. Yeah, right. Like they were going to be robbed. Yeah, they were going to be fucked. Yeah, robbed them with love. Yes, yes. We didn't I, cross the line. I don't think that would hold up in the court of law, but okay. <laughs> was, I actually wanted to show them. A, you know, I wanted to show them a, a different aspect of life. I wanted to make them whole by taking away their physical objects and money. So that they could grow as a person. You're doing them a favor. Minimalism is the wave of the future, brother. (laughs) Well, looking around this office, I think we need to, you know, 
get into some minimalism. Oh, yeah. this is a trophy room. Yeah, like this is rad stuff. The yeah. GI Joe Terror Drone. That was. There isn't another one for another it's anomaly miles. right there. Oh, there you are. I mean, I'm down with the tidy cats. that's in the corner. They tell you, dude. Oh that's, yeah. That's oh yeah. I love the shop cat. I don't know where. Yeah, dude. He's been he, he's been talking the whole time. You didn't even know Garfield. He, he's so quiet compared to mine. Mine ruin all recordings. <laughs> <laughs> well, as many people walk in the door, you know, reeking of marijuana. This poor cat's high twenty four seven. Oh, so that's what it is. Well, really good life on see, you. Yeah, see his like little Chinese eyes he's got. <laughs> that's so funny. He's having a good time. That's what matters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, catnip. Good whatever. time, not a long Something. time, brother. Right, Garf. Oh, baby. Right, Garfield. That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry, is his name Garfield? It's Garfield. Yeah, I adopted him back in 2004, so he's Old Man Rivers. <laughs> and he traveled with me in a budget truck with my Nissan 240SX from Naples, Florida, all the way to Chicago. Nice. 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 Sublease an apartment downtown Chicago. Welcoming special guest Justin Moreland. How does it feel to be in here? one of the greatest <laughs> artists of our time? I don't know about that. I know my ankle fucking hurts. Oh, man. That's, that's part of being a struggling artist. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually like, no joke, I was watching you looking for us at the camera and having the time of my life. Like, it was so funny. You, you just kept me. walking back. You could tell he's looking. Yeah, I can't find you guys. I was honestly waiting for you to walk out there once, too. Well, I was but... waiting to see one of you guys' shoes through the window. I guess back on the nonprofit thing. So the boards for bros, how did that even all come together? That's just something that they made up in Tampa, man. That was one of those deals where they wanted to give back to the community, and you know we're we're one of the ambassadors of it because we, yeah. we do it here, and we've got like a stack of stuff on the back. We build it, and when summertime rolls around, we go to different events, like we go to Jeff's events and build boards and give them away, and then we go to the Grays Lake skate, skate competition. Same thing. Or Shred Fest, same thing. We usually go out there with probably 20 completes and just give them away. Just to kind of be like, hey, you you can't afford to get a skateboard? Here you go. It's all for underprivileged kids. Just stuff that you, like, have around the shop that, like, hey, this is... People donate. Oh, you're donating trucks, wheels, bearings. We get hardware and stuff from Portia Bros. Usually Michelle Box sends us stuff that's... uh, Michelle Box, really nice lady. Yeah, she's super sweet. And uh, their family's awesome. Son's really good at skateboarding too. Yeah, Wes, he's mm-hmm. amazing. But yeah, like she's helped us out tremendously. Got us on the website, and you know, it's just it's it's an honor to be able to work with that, to be able to affiliate with those guys because they're really doing a lot of cool stuff there. Well, that's just rad to like do something for the community and John. Like I feel like I'm learning a lot. Like I've basically been skateboarding in this area all my life, and I don't know anything about any of this. Like the Ileana skateboarding thing. This is all news to me. About five years strong. <laughs> yeah, we're a five-stop circuit. So. Are we doing the finals here again? Yeah, finals will be here. And then, uh, you mm-hmm. know, if you're down for doing, you know, what we've been doing each year, yeah. I mean, what we've done in the past is is the winner of the circuit, because it's a, it's a point-based system, right? So they're earning points at every stop they go. So there's prizes for each stop, but then there's a grand prize. And the grand prize has always been uh, the season pass at Asylum. So you got, cool. you got somebody from, you know, that might not be able to skate all year round, and then that kind of just elevates them, gets them motivated. Come down to Asylum, skate through the winter, skate whenever you can, as much as you want, and and build it up and keep getting better and better and better. The whole idea is that, you know, we 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 are on an island, northwest Indiana. There's not a whole lot going on, and there was no one doing anything. Now you guys so, got amazing skate parks. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Know, and that it's took awesome. some work. That took some work. I mean, we mm-hmm. had to get... American Ramp Company was the first one that actually won 
the the bit. Oh, that you built those? No, we had to get them kicked out. Oh, I don't want those prefabs again. No more prefabs. So, so the thing is, it's it's not no prefabs. So they do, they can do the concrete work, and they can do a good job. But we have a local rep who is he's very difficult to work with, and he is he gave us a lot of lip service. He's a special person. Yes, yes. (laughs) So what we did was we were able to get him removed. After the town already paid them $5,000 for their design fee. So you can imagine wow. that was not easy. We had to get about 100 skaters to protest at the town meeting. Oh, you had to pay a $5,000 architectural fee? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he That's about the going rate. Yeah. But so then when we that's were able to get him removed, and then we were able to bring in Spawn Ranch, and that's when we were able oh, to... Oh, Aaron Spawn. Great guy. Yeah. So we were able to bring those guys in. They worked with us. They were amazing. Nice. And, and were able to put together something awesome for us. Like That was a park that they put a lot of love into. Our Hammond Park, like they yeah. really cared about it. It wasn't the blue one together. or the red one, the one that's got your bow in it, the red one, the red, the red one. one. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they put they a build another one. Is there another one going up? The, well, there's a, there's a Highland one, and then we have another one that's going up in Crown Point. So now we're getting a brand new concrete, and that's going to be by Hunger Skate Parks. Oh, cool. And those guys are sick. Wow. So I mean, we're making some moves, and we're getting a lot of support. And really, you know, with the, with skateboarding being the Olympics, I mean, th- you got to admit that just helps when you're trying yeah, to get public skateboarding. Yeah, I didn't realize the market's that. about to trip. Kind of crazy, actually. Yeah, yeah. The July, market's literally July twenty fourth or something like that. I heard it's going to go like. I mean, and here's the thing: like, interest. You can argue as much as you Cut want that it's going to destroy skateboarding, but in my eyes, snowboarding was not destroyed. No. no. So you know what? If we can get more public elevated. skate parks, and, and we can get more people understanding that skateboarding is a real sport. You know what? You might have an influx of people that probably shouldn't ride a skateboard, but you know what? That doesn't matter. No. They'll do their thing. Just like I'll there's do a mine. certain influx of people that shouldn't be playing baseball or soccer or hockey or exactly. any of that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's anything, man. Like yeah. Austin, he shouldn't play up. basketball. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Especially when he scored on the wrong hoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, thank God you're not playing basketball. Like, what do you mean we switch hoops at halftime? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I just don't see it like that. And I tell you what, the biggest investment that we're seeing right now in communities is parks and rec. And if you don't have good parks and rec, you just don't have people. Nobody no. cares about being in your town if you don't have good parks and rec. And part of parks and rec is going to be your skate parks. That's probably the, the pinnacle of it. It really Honestly. I mean, you, you see how busy they are, and these are these are voters, these are taxpayers. so much commerce. Yeah. I mean, what, what what's, what's your profession? I'm a carpenter. Right. Yeah. A carpenter. I've, I've worked in EMS for 10 years. I mean, those are real professions. Mm-hmm. The, those are the people at your skate parks. Yeah. The people that are doing the legwork for the whole entire country, basically. Yeah. Are your people at skate parks. Yeah. But if, if you think that all it is is underage skaters or kids. Yeah. And, no, you know, not. or do nothings, nobodies. Well, that ain't it. I mean, that ain't it. It's just the stigma that's going to be destroyed in the next probably three years <laughs> for the Olympics and all that kind of stuff. Yep. It'll people are going to see there's money in it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, and not only that, it's going to legitimize well, you ride it. A yeah. It's going to, you know, because right now, you know, it's just funny because I've been a personal trainer in this area for, gosh, almost, let's see, over 15 years now. And I was always known as like, oh, he's the skateboarder trainer guy. And they just kind of like, you know, I put in this little let's corner, this stigma, this box. Off. I mean, it's kind of weird, though, when you're on the treadmill with a skateboard. I mean, that's not doing anything, Jeff. <laughs> no, <laughs> it helps to get the flat spots out of my wheels. True that. <laughs> True that. Bearings in, but you know it's like these these, these North Shore moms. Yep. they look at it like, why don't little Johnny 
uh, you know, drinking beer on Wednesdays, and I don't want them, you know, coming to the park and getting involved in marijuana. And it's like, it's not all about that. Yeah. And it's like, it's just funny how people gravitate towards the negative in order to, you know, justify their nonsense. I tell you, so there are two people at a skate park. There are skateboarders and people with skateboards, and there's a big difference. A skateboarder is there to skateboard, and then a person with a skateboard is there to sit on the bench, screw off, do whatever, whether it's drugs, drinking, alcohol. Those are the people that no one wants there. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that just gravitate there because it's an easy place to gravitate. Because at a Mm -hmm. baseball field, everyone knows that guy doesn't belong. But at a skate park, nobody looks at that. They just say, oh, those are those skaters. It's like, no, those aren't those skaters. Those are just people with skateboards. Get them out of here. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they just grab. And you know what? It's all about location, too. I remember Lansing, Illinois. We had a skate park. There was a there was a hop in downtown. Would have been there's a few good spots for one. But what did we do? We put it next to the recycling center and the truck. You know where they they power wash out the 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 oil oh, semis. Right. Or the, oh, yeah. right, right, and over by an underpass in like just like the worst place. So like, who's a new cityscape? Yeah, like who's gonna be hanging out there? Not the skaters. Yeah. Not the young kids that are trying to. The wrong people are going to be there, and mom's going to be like, no, you're not going there. Well, that was like when I first saw the Michigan City Skate Park, and I saw the big giant. looks like a nuclear power plant. I'm like, that's typical. Like, they would totally put a skate park (laughs) next to the nuclear reactor. Well, Well, I mean, look at this freak Austin. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) And and you know that within the next 15 years, they're actually tearing all that down. It's going to be beachfront now. That's not even... What is that place? It's just cold? It's it's just a... Water tower. Yeah, it's it's all just a... It's a water tower. It's a water tower. Talk about scaring the hell out of everybody that passes through the town. It's like, why is there a nuclear reactor? I see about four or five people there stop and take photos. I've got one. I need to get it printed and put it in here, but it's a it's the train with the graffiti on it and it's got the nuclear silo in the background with the skate park. It's awesome. <laughs> it's really cool. That's, it just tripped me out, but it's like that's typical, man. They're always putting it next to the, the stinky recycle nasty plant or the nuclear power plant, or you know what, let's just put it under the bridge. What the heck? Next to the police station. Well, under Why the bridge not? is a nice location because then you're well, away from the elements the a little bit. Yeah, it rains all the time in Florida, so that was probably perfect. Too bad they didn't. It's, it's crazy because they were supposed to do what they did at um, Burnside here in Chicago, mm-hmm. and they were just afraid because of the skateboarders. You know, God forbid this stuff doesn't last. We just need to be able to get it out of there real quick and be like, that never happened. What are you talking about? So, I'm going to see if have... one day when they do close all that stuff down, I'm going to see if they'll move the skate park into the cooling tower. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, that'd be awesome. And then put like a roof right over put it. Put the on cooling the tower on its side, then we have a full pipe. Yep. There full you go. Pipe. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? That just popped right in my head just now. <laughs> Genius. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You know, when you're skating all day in the summer at in the city, if you go there, like just at the right time, when the water tower is going, the wind will blow and all the water from it will hit you. Kind of cools you off, but it, it probably misty. fucks you up at the same time. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they were saying. There's all the surfers that was along that something was being put into the water, and it was making people sick. I don't know what happened with that. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was in one of those articles with the you know the trendy ice beard guys. Yep. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, my whole left lung is probably cold dust by now. That's okay. From being at that you part. got the black lung, buddy. <laughs> got the black lung, Paul. Hey, man, I've been living a good life, bro. <laughs> just tough it through. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see a bar of soap and I'll be good. Just take a salt tablet. You'll be fine. It's all good. Well, I guess with that, unless anyone has anything else to say, we can kind of wrap things up with something that I, I've i been wanting to mention this whole time, but I didn't want to stop anything. So you met Hulk Hogan. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, Every, absolutely, brother. Yeah. Going everywhere, and I love it. I was, I was. I just really wanted to bring. So it's funny because I was taking Bruce Lee memorabilia oh. that I had picked up. To it was. I was trying to get it certified to figure out if it was real or not, and I went to it was like PSA DNA was going to certify it, and all of a sudden I hear over the PA. Um, now lining up for Hulk Hogan and uh, who, what was his sidekick? Jimmy Hart. Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. So they're saying, they'll line up to get autographs. I was like, okay, well, I've got to wait about an hour. I'll go meet Hulk Hogan. And this is during, <laughs> the, era, during the era of when he's divorcing his wife or she's oh, divorcing him. Period. So the dude in front of me has a Hulk Hogan bat. And I didn't even know this existed. <laughs> and it, the very first thing Hulk Hogan says, he's like, don't show that to Linda, brother. Because, you, know, <laughs> you know, she wanted to hit me with that thing. And I was just laughing. And he was... That dude was really, really cool. He was a nice guy. Down to earth. Yeah, yeah, totally down to earth, but he was just, he was pretty comical. But yeah, that's when, you know, gosh, back in 08, 09, yeah. maybe like that. It was, it was a while ago. Hogan knows best. Hogan knows best, brother. I guess we got to tag Hogan now, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the way Hulk to go Hogan, from here. Hogan, if you have any money to give to our... Uh, Hogan's right there in Tampa. He's like St. Petersburg. Oh, no, he's, right. he's got his own store. So, yeah, he can, we need to get he can donate to Boards for Bros. Man. <laughs> we yes. can run wild it, Instead of Boards for Bros, it's Boards for Brothers. This might actually work. You're like, why are you using the abbreviation? It's Boards for Brothers. Tag it, man. Boards for Brothers. Boards for Brothers, brother. <laughs> He's like, I really like what these two companies are about. <laughs> this is the new New World Order right here. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. You better play that music at the intro of this, this yep. podcast. It should be, you know, the good old NWO. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And the wolf pack. Yeah, the wolf pack. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, with man. that, uh, I'm planning on going back out and skateboarding. You guys know Spencer and me can get a hold of us at the same place as always. Jeff and Jeff, anyway, if anyone wants to get a hold of you guys. Oh, yeah, just, you know, call the park. Prank us. That's just what you guys usually do. <laughs> well, you heard it. Prank you got my bathrooms, prank us, whatever. It's all good. Yeah. Mine's uh, Instagram, J-E-F-Z-I-E-212. Like, I'm going to pop up when you type J-E-F. Like, that's me. Yeah, be right there. Or One of our contact. fellows... Tampa skate park, uh, Tampa pro skaters right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Congrats Congrats on that. Yeah. The so, last yeah. dude, Austin, Justin, if anybody wants to get a hold of you guys, <coughs> just don't. <laughs> Lit <laughs> underscore monk. No, but you can get a hold of the park at info at asylumskatepark.com. Sounds good, and What was that? Skaters monk. Skaters monk for Austin. With that, we want everybody to give them hell.